Now that statement that human beings are in loss, this surah describes how bad can it get. Meaning it's the worst kind of loss that's being described in Surah Thumaza. By some scholarly accounts, there is no worse description of hellfire given in the Quran than in the surah because Allah Azza wa takes a step further than He does anywhere else. Specifically when He says, Narullah. You see, when you say Nar, fire, and you attribute it to Jahannam, Nar Jahannam, right? Or Adab al-Hariq, Adab al-Sa'id. These are all different descriptions of the same thing, of hellfire. But when you attribute it to Allah, then you've taken a step beyond anything else. You know, it's like comparing a fire made by me, a fire lit by me, versus a fire lit by someone who knows how to make a fire better than myself. Right? But now Allah is saying, the fire lit by who? By Allah, which means it's an incomparable kind of fire. It's fire beyond imagination and something Allah has Himself taken, uh, you know, uh, made special arrangements for. So the fact that he mentioned his name next to the fire, Lafzal Jalala, in and of itself constitutes that this is the strongest you know, surah of warning and, and terrorizing the warning of the hellfire. Him and his money will be thrown. You loved it so much, go. Live with it. You never wanted to let go of it, right? Okay, you won't let go of it ever. You can go get crushed with it together. <laughs> Subhanallah. Huwa wa maluhu. So, and by the way, fil hutama, by using the word fi, by using the word fee, he will be thrown in it. It implies that this is a place that is very, very deep. That he will be thrown way down in, in, a, in a deep ditch. It's also been recited. So there are three recitations. And then. Him and the people who helped him become this way. So the three interpretations, he himself, him and his wealth, and then him and his entire posse, his entire social circle. وَسُمِّيَتْ النَّارْ هَا هُنَا بِالْحُطَمَةِ And the fire was called hutama here. لِأَنَّهَا تَحْتِمَ الْعَظَامِ Because it crushes the bones. حَتَّى تَصِلَ إِلَى الْقُلُوبِ Until it reaches the hearts. It's called hutama because it crushes bones and reaches to the hearts. How do we know it reaches the hearts? إِنَّهَا تَطَّلِعُ عَلَى الْأَفْئِدَةِ that, That's coming. Al-Muqada implies a fire that will never ever go down. This is awesome. Muqada implies two things. One, it's lit by Allah's command. Allah commanded it and it got lit. Meaning Allah created it in a way that it remains that way. That the fire will enter into their limbs Until it enters and reaches their chest Then it will make its way above their hearts And there is nothing in the body of the human being That is more subtle and hidden than the fuad It is protected by a ribcage it's, it's, it's a cavity It's one of the strongest bones in the body It protects this thing By the way, Allah created the human being in this way The most important faculties are the most protected right? The, the, uh, the heart is protected and the mind is protected With the strongest bones in the bar, in the, by the body But you know, the lips aren't protected Right, because they can get you in trouble. They don't. They don't need. They don't need protection. They actually need punishment sometimes. <laughs> right. So that which leads you into more sin, right, and the, the the places of iman, the things that will save you, are protected, but the places that land you into trouble are left open. <laughs> Subhanallah. Meaning it crushes the bones. It crushes the flesh, but it doesn't crush the 
heart. The heart feels the pain, it retreats, it makes it feel the pain again, it retreats, it doesn't consume the heart, subhanAllah. فَلِذَٰلِكَ يَقُولُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَىٰ ثُمَّ لَا يَمُوتُ فِيهَا وَلَا يَحْيَىٰ That's why he won't die in it and he won't live because the, if the heart is gone, the life is gone. So it will keep going back and forth against the heart. Allah Azza wa Jal mentions five criminal acts. Humaza, Lumaza, Jama'a Malan, right? Wa'addada, and Yahsabu, Al-Husub, and Al-Mal Akhladahu, right? Al-Husban, and Al-Mal Akhladahu. Yahsabu, and Al-Malahu Akhladahu. Five criminal acts. And when you study the end of the surah, Allah describes five descriptions of punishment. Hutama, Narullah Al-Muqada, Allati Tattali'u Ala Al-Af'idah, number three, Innaha Alayhim. Muqsada number four, fi amadim mubaddala number five. Incredibly balanced surah. And an incredible way to strike fear into the heart of the one who is immersed in this kind of attitude. Qala al-Hasan. Hasan says, Ma ra'aytu yaqeenan. This is an amazing statement by the way. Ma ra'aytu yaqeenan la shakka fihi. Ashbahu bi shak la yaqeena fihi kal maut. I didn't see something so certain in which there is absolutely no doubt and people are so in doubt about it, as though there's no certainty in it, as a, like death. Death is something that is so sure, there's no doubt about it, and people's attitude towards it is, it is so uncertain, as though there's not gonna happen ever. They're completely in doubt about it, subhanAllah. Shallow translation, the one who gathered wealth and counted it. That's the shallow translation. So what's the connection between the one who's always critical of people and the one who's gathering wealth? When the one who's always gathering wealth doesn't give any of it, so gets criticized by the people as being greedy. And he doesn't like being criticized. And the best defense is offense. Right? So before he can get he can get to hear from someone, you should be more charitable, you should worry about, there are other things to worry about in life than money. Before he gets to hear that criticism, what does he constantly do? Constantly describing others' flaws. Engaged in being humaza or lumaza. Or both rather. Even, even worse, being engaged in both. Covering his own flaw of being indulged in his own wealth. Or her own wealth. This is the first thing. It's Allah is condemning this person. It's not a time to recite it nicely. This is, Allah is not being nice to him. Right? He's being condemned. He's being scolded by Allah. And this zajr from Allah is supposed to in and of itself be terrorizing. In other words, he's counting money and he's constantly making preparations for what might happen in the future. Future insurance, if you will. This is my fund for this. This is my fund for that. Isn't that what savings are all about? So this is addada, not just counting, but making plans of where this money will be used for what future catastrophe or backup or safety net. Is, I think the safety net is the word they use in finance nowadays. So now, فَرْقْ أَنَّ جَمَعَ بِالتَّشْدِيدِ يُفِيدُ أَنَّهُ جَمَعَهُ مِنْهَا هُنَا وَهَا هُنَا If you recite jamma, how does the meaning change? The meaning becomes, it illustrates that he gathers wealth from here and there. Doesn't care where it comes from. He's, he's constantly looking for ways to make money and gather more and more and more of it. وَأَنَّهُ لَمْ يَجْمَعْهُ فِي يَوْمٍ وَاحِدٍ And it's not like he gathered all this money in a single day, وَلَا فِي يَوْمٍ or two days, وَلَا فِي شَهْرٍ وَلَا فِي شَهْرٍ Not in a month or two months. In other words, he spent his entire life gathering money. And why is this, where did this meaning come from? Jama'a is used in the past tense. Past tense means you're looking back at what already happened. So it's, it is as though Allah is looking back at his entire life and his entire life amounts to one activity. Gathering wealth is, in, wealth is entire life. The other thing here is, remember I said, when a person doesn't have a higher goal in life, they get lost in trivial pursuits? Well, one trivial pursuit was the first ayah, finding flaws in people. What's the other trivial pursuit? Gathering wealth and constantly, constantly making plans for 
the future. And these people, they become so narrow-minded, when you start worrying about your deen and less about saving your money, you know what they say to you? Think about your future. Right? And the, the ironic thing is, you are thinking about your future. <laughs> They're the ones who are not thinking about your future. And they're saying, think long-term. And guess what? The irony is, they're the ones thinking short-term. You know, what are you going to do in the next 10 years? Dude, what are we going to do for the next thousand years in our grave? What's going to happen after we get out? That's long-term thinking. <laughs> this isn't long-term thinking. But their minds get wrapped around this, this idea and this becomes their whole worldview. Now compare this to the Muslim mind. The Muslim mind is, you know, you have an old man who's already got a foot in the grave and he's planting a seed in the ground for a tree to grow. And you ask him, you're not going to be, you're not going to live long enough for this tree to grow. And he says, well, it will give somebody shade one day, sadaqa jariyah for me. This is the mind of the Muslim, right? It's, that's what it's supposed to be. We think about how the future will be benefited. Not, you know, live, eat, sleep, drink, and die. That's it, you know. This is the, this is the, the reversal of thought. And that's really, when we read this stuff, we shouldn't just think about what's happening, you know, a millennium and a half ago. This is, these are realities of our time. These are, these are serious problems of our time. And unfortunately, just because we're Muslim, doesn't mean that we haven't been engrossed in the deepest depths of the black greed of capitalism. We ourselves have become really nasty capitalists ourselves. And we don't think about the greater good and serving society and building the kinds of institutions, right? We've become people of Allah, may Allah protect us from it and get us out of this mess. So the first ayah is dedicated towards his attitude against others. And the second is his occupation for himself. What is he occupied with himself? Interestingly, know that what is expected of the human being is the exact opposite. You are supposed to be the best to others, and you're supposed to not keep wealth for yourself, but be giving. What is expected of you is the exact opposite of the behavior being described. <laughs>